Uh oh, uh oh, Gypsy. Uh oh, Lala. Uh oh, Surprise Felix, eggs. Your car oh. is insanely uh -oh. loud. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, what's inside? This, there are children that live in this neighborhood. Oh. You need to drive oh. somewhere. You know what? I'm calling. Uh -oh. Welcome to the minefield. The world's foremost UFO and meditation slash true crime podcast. We're here, we're in fear, and we're probably gonna keep taking it evermore. What up, Tashne? Hey, man! What up, Tashne? Scoof Nation. It's episode 29. I am excited that you're listening to this. Are you going to kick my ass now? Let's jump into it, though. I mentioned last week I was on the 200th episode of Armageddon After Party, hey. which is a, a podcast in Athens, Georgia, that i friends with the guys, and they had me on for their 200th episode. And I was being silly last week, and I, I apologize. Uh, last week I said, here's a clip from the 200th episode that I was a guest on, and then I played this. Ha, say cool. And Hasebo, and Amu Shikila Basitu, and Alimureke, and And that's someone speaking in tongues, and that's that's not funny because that's not what they sounded like. So here's an actual clip from the show. It was a few weeks ago. Here's a clip from Armageddon After Party. I was on with the boys after uh, the first Georgia game of the year. Um, the night. I've been going. <laughs> It's still going, though. So that's yeah. good. No, it's been really f***ing good. It's been great. It's been great. 200th episode. What What do you want? I mean, what an accomplishment. It's a really amazing... It's a, it's a hell of an accomplishment to stick uh, stick at it. And um, I remember thinking you guys wouldn't be able to... You know, I said maybe 199 episodes. But right? I can't see them doing 200. That just seems... That seems excessive, but not, not during no these problem. COVID times. No one, no, would, yeah, would have ever expected. No, we would have pulled it off. <laughs> seems a bit much. You guys are filming me while we're doing the podcast, but does he have to follow me when we go to the bathroom? It's a bunker. It's just, it's a bunker. It's the rules. The bunker rules, yeah, darling. Bunker Sorry, rules. that's right. <laughs> you go to the bathroom, the camera goes with you. So we, we took the doors off the hinges. <laughs> <laughs> Again, thanks to the guys for having me on. Congrats on 200 episodes. Be sure you look them up everywhere you get podcasts. It's called Armageddon After Party, representing Athens, Georgia, representing post-apocalyptica, uh, post-apocalyptic life in the bunker. Now, change direction again. Let's take a look at UFO sightings. We've got a good one from Australia. From New South Wales, this one's uh, one of my favorite recent entries because it's actually one... The, the description is the, written by the person who actually uh, made this, you know, had the sighting. It's one long run-on sentence, and it's like a million words, and it's way too long to read. So I'll put a link on our Twitter account. That's at Strip Mall Karate. 
If you're uh, on Twitter, you can find uh, photos from today's sighting there and uh, more information about the you know the full report and everything. It's from the sightings map we use over here at the minefield called ufostalker.com. The sighting is a little place called Edelong Beach. It's a beautiful little suburb of the Central Coast, small town on the beach. And I'll say this, and this is a fact. You can look it up, not on ufostalker.com, but on Wikipedia or Google. Uh, the size of Edelong Beach is 420 <laughs> acres. That's right, 420. <laughs> look it up. That's why I'm playing a reggae song. It's just a no. I love. I love that 420 is a thing, like that it's an actual thing that we all have agreed upon. Yeah, like it's a number, or I don't know if it's three numbers, four, two, zero. But if you look up where 420 came from, it literally has no backstory. Like no one can agree on why that's been attached to weed smoking and what it has to do because it has nothing to do with it and my problem is you just can't you can't just go around assigning numbers to interests you have because it's going to get out of control and i just it blows me away that 420 is even a thing it's a thing like you you can say it and people know what you're talking about they shouldn't know what you're talking about when you say that 420 is a thing can you believe it? 420 is a thing. Can you believe it? It's bizarre because when you hear you it, you used to think, it? you know, like, oh, that's the size and acreage of Edelong Beach, <laughs> which it is, but it's Can not what you, you think of because these days you think of weed. It'd be like if you had a shirt that had a seven on it and somebody walked up to you and was like, oh, yeah, man, I like your shirt. <laughs> Chili slaw dogs, huh? And then walked away. You were like, you know, seven doesn't represent chili slaw dogs, right? But you're left by yourself with a seven on your shirt. Wondering why you still wear a Mike Vick jersey out. Anyway, back to the UFO sighting in Western Australia. So the person who filled out this report on UFO Stalker is Jace. He took his girlfriend out, his then-girlfriend out, to get engaged the night of the sighting. They went uh, back to their hotel around 7.30 after a day of celebrating did mention that they only had two drinks and then as they came into the hotel room they saw these flashing lights outside their hotel he says we saw two bluish greenish lights like out of the show project blue book and they flew so fast and swirled around me it was like someone had a laser and was playing with me i did see no no punctuation i did see a large energy facility nearby so i thought it was a joke or government experiment but when the object decided to fly it each other at, I mean, speed of light, it was fixating, to say the least, to just watch it. We thought they were going to crash. They flew at each other exactly pa right past each other. I don't know how they missed. 
The last section, uh, Jace has a, a sort of a really incredible statement to end his uh, his description with. He says, "There's a glyph site near us with UFOs and Egyptian and snake reptilian codes in them for decipher. I found a big footprint, which I have photographic evidence of in the area. Thanks for your time." So. It really does make you think. Um, Jace, what did he see out there? The green lights outside the hotel, the flashing lights, the glyphs, the reptilians. Is there a history in Western Australia of this sort of thing, though? The nonchalance to Jace's report makes me think that this is a common thing. He says, yeah, there's a glyph site, and there's reptilian codes in it. As if... I, I have no idea what that means. I couldn't even imagine what that means. A glyph site nearby with reptilian snake codes in it. In a glyph site? First of all, what's a glyph site? I mean, a glyph is a symbol, a letter, or a number, or a, a, a symbol. Maybe it's not just Jace, though. You know, you start to look around, and you see there's a history in Western Australia of this sort of thing. In fact... My hunt for uh, more information on the UFOs of Western Australia took me to a badass YouTuber named Wild Warrior Bill, and he posted a photo he took of a UFO in Western Australia and also did a little bit of his own research on it. You can find him on YouTube. Here's uh, Wild Warrior Bill talking about a photo that he took. He got home and realized there's an alien in this picture. Oh, and by the way, where was he? Western Australia. You know, where Jace saw the flashing blue-green lights outside of his hotel. But anyway, guys, when I got home, I uh, downloaded the photos I took, and I noticed an unusual object in the screen. So we'll do a bit of a close-up, guys, and I'm unsure what it is, guys. I'm pretty familiar with most of the birds around my area. It could well be a bird, but I'm totally unaware of what it is. Um, just for just to let you guys know, there's actually three power lines going across this photo here. You can just see that little orange thing right there. That's actually a um, little orange marker just to stop birds from flying into the power lines. And there's another power line just going there. Right oh, yeah, wow, Warrior Bill on YouTube. This guy is really amazing, and he's getting into all kinds of fun stuff over there in Australia. But what he's also doing is he's throwing his name into the Western Australian UFO community and directly into its lore. Because I'm all the way over here in North Metro Atlanta, Georgia, with my eye on the Georgia MUFON chapter. Really great folks over there at the Georgia Mutual UFO Network, GA MUFON on Facebook. And some great sightings coming out of South Georgia. One that we felt like might have been made by Trey, our missing intern, who I believe to be in a fugue state in the small town of Alma, Georgia. I have reason to believe that he suffered a nervous breakdown and somehow ended up down there, and I have reason to believe that... You know what? This has turned into an official segment. Let's do a quick check-in with Where's Trey? Where's Trey? I have reason to believe that this Twitter account that the private detective found, at Chaz Tolliver, is none other than Trey Blueberry Boy, which might even connect up to a Georgia MUFON report made out of South Georgia. Some of the description sounded like it was written by Trey. For example, a lot of the sentences in the incident description ended with the phrase, and shit. 
In other words, it was really bright and shit and like quiet, though, no noise and shit. Which is, if you know him, something that Trey does. He likes to end a lot of his sentences in and shit. But it makes you wonder. People have suggested that he's missing. Some people say he's dead. Or did he bump his head at a 311 show and end up quarantining in South Georgia? But the police won't listen to me. Everybody thinks it's a crazy idea. They just park in front of my house on my street and just take pictures of me every time I leave the house, which is fine. Um, All right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cut this off. Getting a lot of great comments from people on iTunes and Stitcher that say your podcast sucks, but at least it's short. And I feel like there's a dignity in that. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to subject you to a lot of this if it's going to be this bad. So I'm a people pleaser. I just want to keep it short. See you soon. You're now leaving the minefield. Oh, oh, oh.